Welcome to the Powerlifting and Power Ballads podcast, where we bring you a weekly dose of powerlifting news, tips, and training advice with a touch of 80s rock ballads. This podcast is presented by Team Roar Powerlifting, your source of the most comprehensive coaching and meet day preparation. Here are your hosts, Josh Roar and Laura Sturm. All right, everybody, welcome to episode one of the Powerlifting and Power Ballads podcast. Uh, let me just start off by saying and being very upfront, we're both a little bit socially awkward, so this is going to be <laughs> <laughs> this is going to be interesting. Josh Rohr is the original extroverted introvert. <laughs> I'm not sure <laughs> what that, that means. means. Whatever exactly. That means. So what we're going to cover today, uh, just a series of things. We're going to start with like the current state of powerlifting. Obviously, obviously. Uh, USA Powerlifting has canceled regionals and nationals as of a few days ago. So that yeah. is, if I'm being honest, it's both a relief and a disappointment, I guess. Um, I know a lot of people are looking forward to competing, myself included. But I'm also, I mean, let's be honest, I've been hunkered up in my basement for the last three months and haven't talked to anybody. So, um, <laughs> you know, yeah, it's, it's well. probably a good idea that, that, I don't go anywhere. I'm terrified. Yeah, it's just, it's scary to think about the typical nationals last year. What, you know, you could barely walk through the room. It was shoulder to shoulder. And I just don't know how in that atmosphere you could run any type of meet based on the current limitations. Yeah, that's the tricky part. You know, and we, you know, I, w I had a meet that I was running in Savannah July 11th, which is, you know, coming up. I canceled it obviously, but you know, the stress of trying to put that together and thinking about all of the, you know, the regulations and things was just, it, it made it so much more work than, than running a meet already is. So, you know, yeah. I just thought it was best not to do it. And cause running a meet in the first place is so easy. Yeah. Right. Um, yeah. for those of you that haven't, I would say <laughs> don't ever do it. I think <laughs> the best, the best analogy I ever heard was, who was it? Steve? that said, Steve up in Pennsylvania saying that, you know, running a meet is like hosting an event where every lifter is the bride. And that's <laughs> yeah. just so true. It so is. true. And nationals is even like worse than that. And then there's, you know, how many lifters were there last year? At nationals? Uh, yeah. I mean, it was huge. Yeah. It was, a, it was a thousand plus. I think it was, it was maybe even 1100. It was, yeah, it was a lot. So it was epic. It was awesome. Yeah, but and and the chances are chances are there wouldn't be that many just with all this COVID stuff going on. But even so, there's going to be a lot of lifters, and it's going to be hard to manage. Right. So, yeah, and for USA Powerlifting, if we were at that place where we had a big national meet, and it turned out that that was the place where his huge outbreak happened, I mean the the liability and the um, the exposure of looking like that that would be horrible. So. Yeah, and, and that's kind of been the emphasis with, you know, where USA Powerlifting is going the rest of the year is focusing on the local level where you can at least, you know, somewhat restrict uh, travel from state to state, mm -hmm. minimize the number of people and things like that. Because, I mean, if we're being honest, I don't want to get on a plane. I don't want to, I don't want to see people still. I, I, you know, I'm an introvert. I, I, <laughs> I, I could go the rest of the year not really seeing people and probably be okay. But that's me. Yeah. So anyway, yeah. back to our point here. So no regionals, no nationals. Um, you know, speaking just for Georgia, 
the only meet we have on the calendar is November 7th. It's the, the Viking Strength Sports Invitational or, or something along those lines um, held by uh, Viking Strength Sports in Savannah. Um, but what we've done as a team, um, we've decided we're going to do a mock meet on August 22nd, basically for all of our lifters that we're planning on competing at the South Regional or Open Nationals. So we're basically still training as if there's a meet going on, but we're not going to actually go to a meet. So trying to minimize our risk there, but still give everybody some goals to, to shoot for and train for. So, mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, I, I think it's important to keep going through all this. And, you know, have something to train for, try to keep a little bit of normalcy and, you know, a little bit of order throughout your life because things are just really crazy right now. Just sometimes I'm just driving down the road and I'm just like, okay, I just saw another billboard about COVID. I'm like, gosh, I can't believe that this is still, this is happening. This is, ah, it's so odd sometimes. Yeah. Funny thing. I got a phone call today from city of DeKalb. And it was basically a long message that just said, hey, cases are going up. If you're going outside of your house, make sure you're wearing a mask and things like that. So Yeah, it came across as a, as a uh, like an Amber Alert type of thing for me. Yeah, I got that the too. So I got the, I got the phone call and the Amber Alert. It was, it was serious. Well, you're special. You're special. <laughs> Where they just assume I'm not going to listen. Yeah, so. but yeah, it, it's real. So there, there's stuff going on and, you know, it's not getting better right now. It's actually getting worse, it seems. Yep. So anyway, so that's the state of powerlifting as we know it as of right now. So getting into a training tip, uh, one of the things that a lot of my newer lifters especially benefit from is a little cue. And when we're trying to brace our back and or in the bench press, we always want to have our chest as high as we can, close to the bar as we can. One cue that we use for that is squeezing a pencil between your shoulder blades. So if you can imagine either somebody putting a pencil or somebody putting their fingers between your shoulder blades and you're trying to squeeze that as hard as you can, what happens, you end up sticking your chest out further. So that's a good way to brace, especially you know, in the bench press when you're bringing the bar down, continue to squeeze that pencil together. Um, between your shoulder blades and that helps you that'll help you stay in a better a better position Mm, it's Um, a great trick great trick and hey if you're on instagram or actually social media in general if you go to the hashtag new lifter tip we actually put out a new lifter tip every saturday and all you got to do is search for that hashtag and there's i don't know there's 50 or 60 of them out there right now so have at it nice very nice yeah, I mean, I, and I think it's important to keep training throughout this. I know I've said that before, but, you know, even training looks a little bit different right now. Like tr- people aren't training in the same place. You know, I, I, I'm i not lifting real barbells nowadays. I'm mostly doing kettlebell work. So have things changed a lot for wh- how you're training right now, Josh? Ironically, yes. Like I'm actually training now. <laughs> so, <laughs> you know, not to not to diminish the, the situation, but you know, I've actually, because I've not been going to the gym recently, well, we are now, but, you know, during the whole lockdown and stuff, you know, I have a gym in my basement, so I was actually able to start training. So in a lot of ways, this has helped me get back to focusing on my own training. Um, So can't complain with that, but it's crazy. You know, I I would trade it obviously to not have this thing going around because it's a big deal. Yeah. But, but that's where we're at. 
Uh, so do you ever have your pet peeve happen at your home, own home gym? <laughs> my, yeah. So my number one pet peeve is people leaving the bar loaded. Um, I don't know why it, it pisses me off so bad, but literally if I see a bar loaded when I walk into the gym, like my blood pressure definitely goes up. Um, I don't swear all that often, but like that's the first reaction I have is just to drop all kinds of <laughs> swear words. Cause it just, it does it, it, I don't know. It gets under my skin. Like, I think I'd be less mad if somebody like stole my wallet or stole my car even like, I don't know. I have, wow. I, I have deep issues. I don't know what the deal is. I think I have multiple pictures of you standing over a bar that's loaded, looking like a psychopath. Yeah. So. But to answer your question, yeah, I, I've been leaving my bars loaded down here um, <laughs> because it's just me. So then when I come down to work out the next time, I'm like, ah, oh, shit. That's funny. So funny thing that happened to me was right before, COVID hit, I sold my gym. Um, I had had been an owner of a CrossFit gym for uh, about 10 years, and we sold the gym on February 29th. Um, lately, we have been going back to the gym, and with the secure, with all the measures in place of cleaning up and such, um, people were so much more prone to actually cleaning up after themselves now. Uh, it's like for years as a gym owner, I struggled with people leaving all their stuff out or just leaving a mess or you know leaving a, a lake of sweat. Um, in the middle of the floor and now everyone's cleaning up after themselves and i was just like really it took a pandemic to get people to clean up after themselves finally huh yeah the irony <laughs> yeah the irony sad yeah but true so another part of our podcast here is the power balance aspect now anybody that knows me knows that i love some 80s so we're going to spend some time here and there talking about power power ballads and 80s rock in general um just recapping a little bit where this started i don't know if it's where it started but something that is still talked about i guess um, in 2008 i made a cd back when it was popular to make cds and it was basically a, a, just all of the songs were my favorite power ballads and i gave it i made 20 of them and labeled each of them like one out of 20, two out of 20, et cetera. And wrote some, some BS quote on each one. Just, you know, if you don't love power ballads, you don't love America or something like that. Individual, different, different quote on each one. So anyway, uh, we're going to, oh, and I spelled, <laughs> and I spelled ballads wrong on the cover. <laughs> I spelled it with one L. Apparently ballads is spelled with two L's. <laughs> So good thing I did a spell check before I printed 20 copies and mailed them out to my friends. Anyway, uh, so we're each week until we get through all of them, I'm just going to go list the one song at a time. So episode one, we're going to play or not play, but we're going to talk about track one. So track one was Alone by Heart. Do you know that song? I do. How would you not? I mean... How do I get you oh. alone? <laughs> so... Yeah, that's one of my favorite, which is also why I put it as number one. But I will say, as we go week to week here, I purposely took some of my second, third, fourth favorites and mixed them in further down the list. That way, because here, here's the thing: if we're being, if we're, if we really want to dive into it here, when you're putting together a CD, you don't front load all the best songs. You have to start with a bang. And then, you know, mix in a few good ones, but not the top tier. Then every now and then you mix in another really great one. That way, all the way through, you're not getting, you're not getting, you know, progressively worse. There's, there's highs and lows. And 
I've talked to uh, a few people about DJing at powerlifting meets. The same concept. Like, you don't leave the music blared the whole time. You turn it up when the lifters walk into the platform, and you bring the volume back down when they're walking off. That way, there's a sense of urgency and importance, like, when they walk into the platform. It's the same thing. It's the same thing with Josh Roar's Power Ballads 2008. <laughs> well, and, you know, lifting music is important. I mean, that was one of the things that um, I enjoyed about you know, training in the, pla- the places that we have trained in in the past, um, when I back when I was lifting with Team Roar, um, that, you know, we could put on some good music and lift to it. I mean, there's there's certain songs that will definitely bring out a little bit more, uh, I don't know, angst in the lift. You know, I, I, I personally loved, um, I, I'm more of a, um, a metalhead sometimes, like Iron Maiden, Die With Your Boots On, best squatting song ever. It is a good one. I think I think I think you introduced me to that song actually. I I don't get out much. That's, I guess. that's the other thing. <laughs> so. Oh, so sad. So um yeah, that power ballads C D though was epic. I ended up making a um uh, capturing a copy of it for my playlist and you know, getting the all the songs lined up and putting it on there so that we could lift to it. Cause I didn't, I wasn't one of the fortunate 20 back then. Cause I didn't know you. Yeah. I'm sorry about that. It's a limited edition, so I can't make another one. No, no, of course. I well, actually, so I have CDs now. I've no had, I, yeah, well, I, I might still, um, I had somebody, I'm trying to remember who it was now actually called me and said, Hey, somebody stole my, it was like, I think it was one of my aunts said that my cousin stole the CD from them. So they wanted me to make them another copy. And I'm like, I'm sorry. It says one out of 20. I, there's, you, you can't make more than that. So they're still upset. <laughs> oh, they they still bring it up, too, that I won't make wow, another that copy. That you won't make it. Wow. Yeah. Wow. It's, it's out of principle, though. So I guess one thing that we could ask people to um, also comment on would be, like, what's their favorite 80s power ballad that would help them lift heavier? Um, I know one, I, one I avoid is um, I Get Weak. That's a what? That's a you great song. You can't lift to that. You can't. Belinda Carlisle. Right. So, you get so, weak. No. So literally, yeah. But here's the thing. So, I am an emotional lifter. I actually cry my eyes out when I'm competing, which is weird. I don't know what happens there. But that song, man, it gets me. So, it's almost like you're doing everything in your power to not get weak. So uh, I listen right. to it. It's it's actually on my playlist for the meet day. Usually like opening attempt, second attempt, something like that. Ah, total Sometimes, eclipse some, of the heart. Sometimes no, nah, I'm not into that one. I I peered to that. Yeah, see that that see some of those like popular ones. I don't know. They don't do it for me. <laughs> too mainstream. Too Sorry. main too mainstream. You got to go with like Belinda Carlisle or I don't know. Whatever. We'll get to more later. So. <laughs> Hey, before we wrap up, I'm gonna put you on the spot. What's uh, what's one of the most memorable meets that you've ever done? Oh, or the most memorable? I know that's putting you on the spot, but the most memorable or favorite, um, or you can. Edit I that. I think one of my favorite meets was actually um, my f- I think it was my second equipped meet, which was the NAPF back when there was an NAPF. Um, in Orlando. And um, I just remember feeling like I was lifting with a whole different 
uh, caliber of lifters, you know, being that it was my first like IPF meet. Yeah. Um, I, I think I PR'd everything, which was crazy. I, I somehow went nine for nine, which really, I just recalled that just now that wasn't even my favorite part of it. Um, and it was just an epic meet that there was so many people from different countries. There was a guy who deadlifted and um, dropped a bar in his toe. Um, I kind of, I left the meet for a little bit to do some stuff with my husband. And then we came back and the car broke down and we had a, a you know, it was like a whole different adventure. Not always a good part, but um, the whole the whole meet was kind of an adventure and an event. And I like meets that aren't at home too. Yeah, it's so fun that to was, travel. That was a good away meet. You know, and that's that was, one thing. Sorry, I cut you off. Go. That's okay. That's just my favorite meet um, of me being a lifter. But there's other, way other meets that, you know, I was just involved with that I wasn't a lifter. were awesome. Yeah, and what, what you just said about meets that are not home, I was just thinking about that too as you were talking. Like, that's some of the that's some of the things that I enjoy the most is traveling with, with the other lifters, like people on your team and stuff. So it's always fun. You know, a lot of times we'll do an Airbnb and stuff with a lot of our team. So it's, it's good bonding. Something we don't always get, you know, we see each other at the gym, but it's like, Hey, you know, get your shit done and get moving. Okay. See you next week or next, next session. And we don't really talk anything outside of powerlifting. So yeah. those trips are always fun. Yeah, that one in Orlando when we went down to uh, Nationals where we rented the Airbnb and, you know, everybody was involved. Um, people were volunteering at the meets. We were lifting. There was a lot going on. And um, there was raccoons coming through the, the screened-in pool area. It was some crazy stuff. Yeah, and then but one, of, one of the other ones when, when I know it wasn't really Ben, but we'll say – when Ben pushed Tay in the pool, that was fun. <laughs> oh, that was, that was a scary moment. I was that scared. Was, that was scary. Yeah. Like if anyone knows Tay, don't ever get her wet ever again. Don't ever do that. Especially after she just got done doing her hair, whatever she did. I, and that was somebody else other than Ben. I'm not going to say who that was, who actually pushed her in the pool, but it was Ben's his, idea. His name rhymes with pollen topple. <laughs> Yes. Yeah. And then there was Top the uh, get get me a sandwich thing where um, this same lifter, <laughs> I somehow got. Um, you know what? I don't care. Colin Copel. <laughs> yeah. Get me a sandwich. And I was like, I'm I, I'm a coach. I, I'm not getting your sandwich. <laughs> what are you talking about? <laughs> Somebody mixed me up with this girlfriend. Yeah. Different Laura. Also named Laura. Yeah. Laura My name is Laura. not Laura. Laura. Lara, thank you. Oh, anyway, well. I get we, that all. We time. digress. So hey, here's what we're gonna do. So we started social media for all this too. So you guys can contact us. Let us know what what you want us to talk about if you want to. But we're on Instagram and Facebook and YouTube at PL Ballads Podcast, and you can also shoot us a direct email at PL Podcast at Gmail .com. So we're gonna try to keep these short and sweet. Um, we're also going to ask that you bear with us because we are obviously not great at this, but we will get better. If one thing is true, these things I tell to you, we will get better. And I feel like that was a quote from a song and I'm not even sure what. Well, you might have to do your research for next week. Mm, okay. All right. On that note, we're out later guys. All right. Thanks. Bye guys. Thank you so much for listening. 
If you enjoyed today's episode of the Powerlifting and Power Ballads podcast, please remember to subscribe and share it with your friends.